Everyone, welcome to episode six of Monday through Friday, Cellular Agriculture for a Pandemic-Free Future. My name is George Ortega, and it is uh, Tuesday, July 14th, 2020, at 10, 11 p.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time, I guess. Um, let's go over this again, because the, the, this, this show is about just basically describing what we need to do to be free of pandemics in the future. Otherwise, you know, <laughs> well, so, all right. The, the, the first thing to understand is that these pandemics would not happen if we didn't have the kind of interaction we have with animals on farms, both factory farms and family farms. Okay, that's the, the key point. Uh, the key point is that we have to stop farming animals completely, not just here in the United States, but throughout the entire world. Otherwise, you know, we're going to be, well, I mean, all right. Actually, I, I want to, let me back up. Um, I was given some, some inaccurate information. I spoke to an epidemiologist who, who suggested to me that, um, that a universal vaccine is just not possible for flus, influenzas. Okay, I did some research on my own and, and I discovered that actually they are working on it and it is possible. It's possible that in the future, we will have vaccines against coronaviruses, you know, the influenzas types, type A, type B, any and all kinds of strains, right? But we're, the key point with this is that we're 10 years or longer from that, okay? It's gonna take us that long. Our problem is that this is not a one in 100 year event. Basically this, you know, this could happen five, you know, years after we open up. Um, and we haven't been so lucky. If you, you know, in the, in the uh, 21st century, we've had SARS, we've had MERS. So I, I think our luck is running out. And I've gone into the, like, the moral, reasons for this you know we've been so amazingly horrible to these animals that you know i think we're getting off easy uh with this pandemic so all right so but the idea is that we're, we're gonna have to end the farming of animals now like we've got a choice i mean like we could all go vegan you know if, if we had if we had like intelligent leaders you know across the board um they could probably persuade us to do this, you know, but, but they're not all that smart and people aren't all that good. Come on, if, 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 if you guys, you know, who, who eat meat and dairy and, and eggs without thinking of what, what happens to these animals, if, if there's so many of you out there and you become politicians, you know, the, the hope that you all become vegans, you know, is, is perhaps a bit too much for us now. So, um, considering that, we have an option and it's fortunate. Like, this, this show is about cellular agriculture or growing our meat, fish, dairy, eggs outside of animals in a way that is essentially pandemic free. Okay, like these, you know, the, the, the environment that we'd have to produce these products in, these bioreactors are so sterile, they have to be sterile, that you don't, you know, these viruses don't get a chance to form. Um, bats, like one of the, the major transmitters of influenza, they don't get a chance to infect a pig or a bird that then infects us. Okay, so like this is a very sterile kind of procedure. 
And this really, you know, again, until the universal vaccines are perfected or, you know, developed in 10, 15, 20 years, you know, it's hard to say how long it's going to take. This is the only way we're going to be safe. Now, all right, consider the, the, the so, so we have to transition to, to growing our, our meat, fish, dairy, egg products in laboratories in a sterile environment that incidentally, this is like, this is, you know, this isn't a compromise. Actually, the, the food products that we can produce, the meat that we can produce would be free from saturated fat, free from cholesterol. You know, we could actually even put in healthy fats like omega-3 fats so that it'd be much healthier than the, the meat, fish, dairy products that we eat now. All right, so this is a plus in that way. Um, so, all right. The problem is there is less than a billion dollars invested in this industry right now. There's about 40, 50 startups working on, on the challenges um, of, of, of this. They've already like, you know, demonstrated, as I've said before, that, the, the, this, that they can do this in labs. They've already created chicken nuggets, you know, hamburgers, seafood. They can do this in labs, but now the problem is scaling it up to industrial you know, production. So th these products will be cheap enough competitive with the meat products we, we buy now, meat, dairy, egg, and all. So again, uh, because the investment in this field is, only, is under a billion dollars right now, it, it may take 10 years or longer. Uh, it, it, it probably would take 10 years or longer for these, at the, this rate of investment, for these products to be in supermarkets throughout the world, you know, um, in, in, in any significant numbers, okay? You know, you may have a few products. For example, there's a, um, there's a Perfect Day, I think, has an ice cream that actually they're selling now. It's an ice cream that, you know, it's real milk, but it's created outside of animals, completely pandemic-free. But for, for four pints, you, you, you spend $60. That's $15 a pint. That's really expensive. Um, so, all right. Now, here's the thing. Um, I referred to a Forbes article recently that was published, I think, June 2nd, that um, cited a Congressional Budget Office report assessment uh, that, that stated that this pandemic is estimated to cost the United States about $8 trillion. Okay, um, it, it'll probably be more because like, again, that, that assessment was, was probably done in May and in June and July, we've had such a surge in, in cases of coronavirus, COVID-19 throughout the United States. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if that 8 trillion goes to 10 trillion, 12 trillion, who knows. So, but, but let's take the 8, you know, trillion dollar price tag of this as, you know, as a conservative estimate of how much it's gonna cost us. Okay, what we need to do, instead of like relying on this less than $1 billion, to, to fund the research and development that'll get these products on the market, not in 10 or more years, but probably in three or four, you know, and it's worth, you know, it's worth the investment um, to, to, to fast track it in that way. In order to do that, we're gonna need a lot more funding in this field. Okay, so like, let's do a comparison. So like, um, I, I, you know, 
I came up with a ballpark figure of $50 billion that seems exceedingly reasonable for our, our US government to start, you know, investing in this new industry right now, not, not in 10 years, not in five years, but right now, start, start funding these, these 40, 50 startups that already exist, start funding the research across the board and universities, you know, create new startups. Just, you know, if you throw $50 billion at this problem, you'll probably get an answer to this in three or four years. That's the point, okay? Now, a lot of people are saying, oh, that's a lot of money. But compared to the $8 trillion we just spent, it's one half of 1% of that. So think about it, you know, we will either live in dread and fear of the next pandemic after we're out of this one, which may take a year or two or three, you know, we don't know yet. Uh, but after that happens, we either like live in, 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 in dread of, of it happening again, maybe a year or two or five later, or 10, whatever, or we make this investment. Again, we should make, we should be making, I mean, I, actually I'm gonna add this to, to the message also. We should also be investing I don't know how much we're investing in, in these universal vaccines, but that should probably be another 50 billion, you know. So it would be like a hundred billion dollar investment right now in what it takes to create a pandemic-free world. As much as of a pandemic-free world as we're going to, um, we can reasonably expect. Um, so, all right, so getting back to the 50 billion for the uh, cellular agriculture, I mean, Let's, let's do a comparison. I, I mentioned this yesterday, I believe. Let me mention it again. So let's, let's compare it to homeowner's insurance, okay? In the United States, the, the median, median price for uh, a home is about $220,000, okay? And uh, the average insurance cost per year for, to insure a home like that is about $1,000 a year. So 10, in 10 years, that would be $10,000. Okay, so $10,000 is about 4.4% of the cost of this house that, that costs $220,000. So what I'm saying is like uh, the average homeowner is paying 4.4% of the cost of their home in insurance um, just to, to insure a house. And, and we know that these houses, you know, that insurance, it's generally not used. In other words, houses generally don't, you know, catch on fire, they're not destroyed, you know, generally, the, it, it, you know, I think the insurance is, is, is wise, it, it's prudent, but, you know, the likelihood of losing a house like that is very slim. Compare that to the likelihood of another pandemic that is inevitable, okay? It's not, it's not again, the, the experts will tell you, it's not a matter of when, it's not a matter of, sorry, if, it's a matter of when. You know, and, and again, our track record in the 21st century, you know, we're having more and more of these novel, you know, brand new viruses emerging, uh, old ones are coming back. You know, we are not lucky. And then, you know, getting back to the moral component, considering how, how horribly we're treating these animals, how we're paying people to abuse them and torture them just so we can get our meat cheap. You know, it's not like we don't really deserve this, this kind of um, threat you know, we're being so evil. I mean, like those of you who are, you know, who are eating this meat. I, I've been a vegan for 15 years, about 2% of us here in the United States who have been vegans who, are, who aren't part of this problem. Hopefully we're trying to fix it. So, so again, if, if you have a person, a homeowner, you know, 
willing to spend 4.4% uh, of their property value on insurance against an event that is very, very unlikely, then if, if you use that as, as a comparison, then we really should be spending not just $50 billion to, um, to fast track this cellular agriculture, this clean meat cultured meat research, we should be spending $350 billion. That would be the equivalent. Uh, and maybe that's the better answer, but I, you know, I'm, I'm, guessing, I'm guessing that 50 billion will be enough. Again, all we have to do is get these products on the market in three, four years. And by the time we're emerging from this, that'd be, you know, it'd be brand new industry, brand new world. Okay, um, so how's this done? How do we get this done? Let me tell you a little story. Um, the, the largest cell uh, cultured plant-based food company in the world right now is Just Inc. Um, they, they, they're working on both. Both, you know, some, a lot of uh, companies like Impossible Foods and the Beyond Burger, they're just, um, they're plant-based. They're not trying to grow these, you know, these meats. But, but there's, um, there's a company called Just Inc. And they, they used to be called, um, what was it called? Um, uh, what was their name? Um, I don't know. They had, they had an, um, Hampshire Farms. Okay, they used to be called Hampshire Farms. But anyway, when they were just started, um, they, they, one of their products was called Mayo, you know, just Mayo. So Unilever, one of the, the, the food industry giants, decided to sue them, saying, you can't, you can't call your, your product Mayo because, like, because, you know, according to the law, may mayonnaise has to include eggs which is an absurd kind of contention to begin with. You know, the, the, the egg industry probably paid you know, some lobbyists to get that inserted into the language, you know? So, but anyways, like, so Just Foods, you know, the, the CEO, Josh, um, Josh Tetrick, you know, they, you know, that lawsuit, even if they won, would have, would have just like doomed them. You know, there was a small, it was a small startup back then. They didn't, you know, have the, they have again an over billion dollar value right now. This company. So what do they do? They um, they launched a social media campaign: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You know, across the board, they got activists involved, and it became a David versus Goliath kind of a story. The media covered it, and once Unilever was shamed in the public for preventing this 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 amazing, wonderful company industry. From, from using the, the, the name Mayo, you know, from, but by, by using their, their, their wealth and their power, Unilever's wealth and power to intimidate like that, you know, that the, the campaign shamed them into dropping the lawsuit, okay? So basically that has, that's what has to happen now. We have to like, you know, between now and election day, because now is the perfect time to start doing this. Um, we can activate a campaign that, that tells people, listen, you know, we have a way to stop future pandemics, but the, the, the livestock industry, the egg and, and the dairy industry, you know, they're preventing this from happening. You know, they're, they're preventing this funding. So like basically we're, we're you know, no, no, the, 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 more, the more clear message would be that, um, yes, the, the right thing to do is to spend one half of one percent of what we've were predicted to spend on this this COVID nineteen this 
this uh, current pandemic, you know, to prevent the next one, which will be inevitable if we don't. So that would be the campaign. And then you'd, you'd have to paint, you know, the campaign would paint any and every politician who's against uh, spending at least, again, probably at least $50 billion. You know, if, if it was 100, 150, that'd be even better, but at least $50 billion on this. The campaign would paint them as completely foolish, completely irresponsible, completely in the pocket of corporations of the livestock industry and the dairy industry, and, 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 and completely callous to the lives of, of the, of the you know, hundreds of thousands of people who've already died from this, will probably go over a million, um, completely callous to the, the destruction that these pandemics uh, create. So that's the campaign. Um, we should be doing this. Um, because, uh, you know, if we don't think about it, um, I mean, who knows, you know, this, this, <laughs> we're not even halfway through this, according to the experts, you know, um, you know, states that opened up too early, uh, Texas, Florida, um, they're ex experiencing, Arizona, they're experiencing major surges in, in this, in, um, in, in cases of COVID-19 now, you know, so we're, we're hardly through this. Um, So again, you know, at first glance, a person might say, well, you know, $50 billion is so much to spend on, on, on this research, but come on. I mean, like a, a, a homeowner spends 4.4% um, of the cost of their property on ensuring an event that's very, very unlikely to happen. And we're, we're, we're unwilling to spend even one half of 1% of what we're going to be spending on this pandemic to prevent a future one that we absolutely know will happen without you know, this kind of intervention. I mean, the, the, the logic couldn't be either stronger or clearer. And so like, you know, we, we need to, to get this across. And I'm not, a social, I'm not a social media expert, but there are people out there that like within a week, they could get this on Facebook and all the, um, the vehicles and you know, in a month, like by, by by September, you know, uh, there, there could be so much public support for this that by October or, or you know, or after the election, whatever, you know, these, these funds would be released. Or, or if not, you know, the, the worst case scenario, um, we wait until Biden gets in in, in January. But um, so that's, that's where we are now. Um, we're lucky with this coronavirus. SARS was much more deadly. Um, other, the 1918 Spanish flu, which incidentally, you know, started in France, it was brought back to the United States by soldiers in World War I. And Spain was, it's called the Spanish flu, but Spain was neutral in that war. It wasn't involved in that war. And that was the only country that reported on this illness. You know, all the other countries censored their, their scientists from, from coming, you know, from, from publicizing that this influenza was, was, was happening. So like, anyway, the Spanish flu um, was much more deadly. You know, some of, some of these, some of these um, viruses like uh, AVA, avian flu, they can kill like 50% um, of the people who get them. Whereas like, you know, I think th this COVID-19 is killing maybe 2%. So again, we're playing with fire. If, if, we, if, we, if we think that it's wise to not spend this $50 billion, to just hope that once we come out of this, you know, um, we'll be safe until 
until these vaccines, these universal vaccines, and they have to, there may have to be a couple of because like, for example, with influenza, there's influenza type A, influenza type B, you know, various strains, H5N1, H1N1 and all, there's different kinds of these viruses. So like, again, it may be 10 or 15 years before these viruses are perfected or, or marketed or, you know, everyone's vaccinated. So it just seems amazingly risky, beyond risky to, to, to not intervene, to not have this new industry, you know, provide us with foods that are not just healthier for us. That, you know, the, the, the two major causes of, of death in the United States amounting to about um, a million people, I think combined are, are heart disease and cancer, maybe over, over the million uh, each year die of these two diseases. And, um, and the number one, for example, cause of, of heart disease is meat consumption. And with, with, with cancer, a very, you know, one of the main causes of cancer uh, is processed meats. So, and, and you know, eggs and, and, and dairy aren't that healthy either. So, so basically these new foods would not only protect us from future pandemics, they would also make us much healthier, reduce our healthcare costs, keep us healthier. You know, so lastly, I mean, the benefits of this new cultured um, cell industry, cellular agriculture couldn't be overstated. I mean, in addition to like preventing pandemics, keeping us healthier, um, our livestock industry, most people don't realize, is responsible for about 14.5% of the greenhouse gases that are causing climate change, uh, global warming. You know, they're heating up the, the climate and like, you know, that, 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 that's a problem that's, that's beyond. Um, or, anyway, so like now 14.5% of, of, of that, you know, um, of these greenhouse gas emissions is the equivalent of the entire transportation industry. So, you know, farming animals, especially cows, but, the, but you know, farming animals is, is causing a much greenhouse, as much greenhouse gas emission as, as cars, trains, planes, trucks, you know, the entire transportation industry combined. So, so on so many levels, in so many ways, it's just such a no-brainer that we should invest this $50 billion and invest it now, not, not wait a year or two or, or five or 10. Um, it goes beyond that, you know, COVID-19, the coronavirus is a flu, it's an influenza, right? But um, another major threat, uh, the threat behind the bubonic plague, sorry, is the, um, the um, bacteria. You know, you know, not virus-borne diseases, but bacterial infections, contagious diseases. And uh, the problem with that is like, some experts predict that what's, what's happening is like, we have antibiotics that we've developed, that when we get sick, you know, with a bacterial infection, we take an antibiotic and, and it, 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 it works, it, it does the job, right? But the problem is that the more we use antibiotics, the more these, 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 these bacteria develop antibiotic resistance. You know, they basically, they're no, they, they become immune to, to our antibiotics. 
and the more so so the, our problem is that like we you know we only of the the antibiotics we we produce and use each year human beings only only use 20 percent of them 80 percent go to these to these to pigs and chickens the, these these animals in our factory farms that are they're grown on in such unsanitary conditions that they're rife and in other words like if they if they didn't feed them these antibiotics you know they'd be like you know they'd be dying you know every day um the point being that this this industry this livestock industry is also endangering us you know through through antibiotic resistance okay and again like you know some experts say that like if we think climate change is, is uh, a risk to our public health you know these super bugs that that are super vir bacterial infections whatever bacteria um that have become immune to antibiotics they're they're apparently much much greater risk i'm a bit distracted There's a lot going on earlier today um so anyway um so come on, yes, um, do something about it. You know, like, let's, go, let's talk, um, I've got about three minutes left, let's get a little religious. I mean, like, you know, if, if, you're, if you're paying people to buy, your, to, 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 to torture, to, to abuse farm animals, cows, chickens, um, sheep, um, you know, if, if you're paying people to abuse and torture these animals, just so you can, um, you know, buy these products more cheaply, you're, you're why we're in this mess you and all your friends your family whoever you know is 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 in this is not a vegan so so you know if you believe in god and and 80 to 90 percent of you here in the united states believe in god or a higher power you you have the understanding that we tend to get rewarded when we do good and punished when we don't all right so this is our punishment okay we, you 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 and your friends and people you know who, who eat meat and, and you know, and you're just like completely oblivious to, to the harm you cause these animals. You're responsible for this pandemic. So it's time for you to repent. It's time for you to, to, to make amends, to, you know, to get involved in, in amplifying this message of, of spending this $50 billion to, to bring these, these uh, cell cultured um, products to market sooner than later, you know, rather than waiting 10 years and risking another you know, trillion, 10, 20 trillion dollar cost in pandemic that may be possible in the next 10 years. Rather than going through that, let's do the research now. Let's fund this research. So, so that, that's up to you. You know, talk to, talk to your politicians, talk to um, media people, get them to, to, to watch these episodes if you want. You know, like I'm not the, the, the you know, I'm, not, I'm a thinker, right? My, my IQ is like in the 99.64th percentile which is like around the, the, um, the range of the average, average Nobel laureate, you know, it's about 25 points higher than the average doctor and doctors are the profession that's most intelligent of all the professions. So, you know, but, but, but as, you, as, you've, as you've noticed, I'm not the greatest messenger, all right? So this, this, this movement needs a person who can like activate the social media campaign, just like with, with Just Foods, how they did that, how they got that going. You know, so it's up to you. I mean, you, you, those of you who are part of the problem, it's really mostly your responsibility, responsibility to get us out of the next one. All right. So I hope you feel, um, you know, guilty, threatened, you know, <laughs> because really, I'm like, you know, what you're doing is beyond horrible. And I hope you, um, you understand this. I mean, this isn't to blame you. I don't believe you have a free will, all right? 
you know. <laughs> All right, take um I will I will do this again tomorrow. Okay, take care.